Hello and welcome to the Hypno Travelers on the Magical Psyche Highway Podcast. That's right. Your host and tour guide is Scott Perbeck, a healer, hypnotist, and a magician. And your bus driver, Jason Gobelli, also hypnotist, an entrepreneur, and a spiritual guide. Disclaimer, neither Jason, Scott, or any of our guests here today are licensed professional psychologists or psychiatrists. So please don't make any changes to any medication or treatments that you are currently on based on the conversation that you hear here today. Just hop on the bus and enjoy the ride. Trip with us on the Inner Revelation bus. That's right. Hi, I'm Jason Gobelli and welcome back to the Hypno Travelers on the Magical Psyche Highway. We got a great guest today, don't we, Scott? Yep, we've got her here. That's right. We got Nicole Mazzucato. Hi, Nicole. How are you doing? Hey, guys. It's really great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Really, oh, Welcome, welcome. Cool. It's wonderful <laughs> to have you here. We're, we're big fans of the Hypnotic Healer, so it's good to be here. And we're sorry that you're not playing no more. We miss you already. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've been going for a while, and we just kind of, we just decided. We came to the end of our, of, of our, high, of our highway for the moment. Yeah. Well, well, now we want to know a little bit about you, Nicole. Who are you? What are you all about? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Gosh, it's so weird being on this side of the interview, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to it. <laughs> um, tell you a bit about myself. Where do I start? That's such a big question. Um, I don't really know where to start. Do you reckon you can help me out a bit? Guide me. Guide yeah, me. Okay. Well, mm. when did you decide and when did you have that aha moment that, hey, you know what? I'm a healer and I can help people. Mm. That's been a lifelong journey, I think. It really it really has. I remember as a kid um, always being kind of, I used to love massaging people and, and, you know, kind of placing my hands on people. And I was always kind of like massaging people's shoulders and, and, and things like that. So I think massage and touch in that sense was always, was kind of like the first the first way in for me and then I got really into um kind of alternative health uh for for my own personal reasons as well but quite young I was already um kind of looking at alternative diets alternative health essential oils um how do you say it in English phytotherapia um like herb herbal medicines like plants uh plant med medicines and things like that um so it's been it's been a, a long a long journey really of development and a lot of amazing people have crossed my path along the way that I've been amazingly blessed um to have support me on my journey and um yeah I, I guess it's it's been a lifelong thing really nice nice and you started to get into hypnosis too as well I noticed I've seen that when I look at your website and see things you're that's your big niche right now. So what made that transformation? So that was about five years ago. And that wasn't my first uh, encounter with hypnosis. Um, I had some hypnosis done when I was a teenager, actually. My mum took me to a hypnotist. Um, but I don't I don't really remember connecting with it that well, because I think I, I was way too caught up in my issue and way too caught up in my problem. that I wasn't really open to being helped in that way. So um, did it work? Did it work? I don't know. Like I, like I say, I, I was I was too involved in the problem at the time. Obviously, I didn't know that. I didn't have that awareness. But when I, you know, when I've looked back at it, I'm like, mm, 
I'm not really sure. I think I was too much like too much kind of fighting against the change. I didn't want to change because it was it was working in my benefit too much to have the problem. And did you find, did you finally make the change? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And what, <laughs> and what caused it? Um, actually, something a doctor said. A doctor scared the shit out of me, and it just like <laughs> it really made me flip a switch. <laughs> yeah. Well, that sounds like an interesting story. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was, I was, I'd had a lot of issues, health issues, so stomach issues and things for quite a number of years. And it was, it was really problematic for me. Um, and like I say, I didn't know at the time, but I was, I was very much attached to this issue. You know, it was, it was giving me a lot of gain in a lot of different ways. And then I think I was about 18 at the time and we went to see this surgeon, this specialist who was supposed to do an operation to help me sort this problem out. And he basically said to me, this was kind of, it was kind of, um, oh, oh, I can't think of the words in English at the moment. It was, it was like in its kind of a, a testing phase still, this, this kind of treatment. And basically what they were going to do was put a pacemaker in the mouth of my stomach to, um, kind of get my stomach to to work properly because it had basically just kind of it, the the functioning of my stomach had really slowed down it was causing a lot of problems so the idea was that the pacemaker similar to what it does for a heart it was going to get my stomach pumping so that it could it could do what it did and he said to me <laughs> this this was the flip switch moment he said basically and if anybody's squeamish then now's the time to plug your ears <laughs> We're going to have to cut you open from the base of your sternum all the way down to like your pubic bone. And I was like, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And, and it was just that it was this, the kind of the, the, the extremity of the kind of the, the incision that he was talking about doing and having to have like the batteries changed every, I can't remember if he said every like five or 10 years, so we have to open you up again to change the batteries. And I was like, are you crazy? <laughs> no way <laughs> there is no way you're doing that to me and i think my mind at that point i mean that was my hypnosis right that was my hypnotic moment where my mind was like yeah no i'm finding another way out of this that's not going to be the route so, wow yeah. so now you're better now you're better oh yeah 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 i mean that was uh le letting on to my age but that was like 22 years ago wow wow yeah. congratulations on on finding that healing there and yeah. speaking of healing you had interviewed so many people and so many healers and i know that a lot of these guys don't agree with each other so i bet you've learned a lot on this so tell us a little bit about some of these experiences that you've had you know we were really blessed with hypnotic healers and i had another podcast as well called heart soul and roots which uh, we also parked up after a couple of years but on both of them and and i guess you guys will know this having a podcast is an amazing platform to talk to some incredible people who come from all different walks of life and are doing some amazing work and people are really generous about sharing their stories and sharing their experiences and their wisdom and for me every guest was a gift every guest had something different to offer um, had a different perspective and maybe I didn't necessarily agree with where they're coming from but one of I suppose one of my my key values is openness and keeping an open mind and a love of learning and you know I want to listen to what other people say and how they approach things and 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 how they think about things because it may just very well give me a new bit of information that I've never thought about before 
So, you know, I'm, I'm so grateful for all of the people that we spoke to. And, you know, there are some kind of nuggets that have stuck in my mind, potentially more than others. Um, there are guests, you know, that I've maybe stayed in touch with or that I've gone on to have other sorts of collaborations with guests that, you know, we just collaborated in that moment. Um, but yeah, each one, each one with their own, their own way of thinking. And, and like I say, if you can hold that space of openness and, and willingness to listen to what people have to offer without, I suppose, without needing to, to kind of overturn everything they say, it's like, that's your experience. That's, that's your way of doing things. And I might not agree with that, but I'm happy to sort of listen and, and maybe just ask you a few questions about it and see if maybe I can gain some extra insight. So yeah, it's it's a special a special thing to be able to share these these moments with people. Nice. So you write about that in in your about in your about me page on your website. You even write about your openness and willingness to others. Hmm. Yeah. Again, another lifelong journey, Scott. And thank you for picking up on that. It's it's. Um, I think I've I've pushed myself in my life to to attempt to understand other people's experiences and I've really pushed myself out of my comfort zone time and time and time again I in an attempt to understand how other people experience life but I also put on my about page you you can never fully understand somebody else's experience because you can never walk in their shoes you never know, you walk in their shoes idea. yeah you can you can have an idea of that but um, everybody's experience is completely different. And I think that's amazing, really. It, it's truly amazing. And, and I think if, again, if we can stay open, there's so much for us to be able to learn from each other. And speaking of learning, so what are some great nuggets that you stole that you use in incorporating your business? Um, so I think his name was Christopher Nolan, and he came up with this expression, which was lessons, blessings, and understandings. And I have packed that firmly away in my toolbox. <laughs> and this idea of when we're kind of helping clients review things or, or you kind of review or, or take anything from the past, I always incorporate that the lessons, blessings, and understandings that you've, you, you took from those experiences or, or whatever it is that you needed to take from from that time. So that's kind of definitely one thing that really, really sticks in my mind. Um, who else? Donna, uh, Donna Bloom, she came on and she was talking about, um, I don't know if I'm going to say this right, guys. So sorry. It's Ho'oponopono, I think it is. Ho'oponopono. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the one. And she did a demo and I've used that so many times with clients since, and it's so powerful. It's so powerful and it's amazing the emotion that it can bring up for people. Um, it's, yeah, just those four phrases, just repeat, repeating them over again. And I don't know that I'm using it within the right kind of framework that they teach it in or whatever, but those four phrases in, in and of themselves have been amazingly transformative and, and, and helpful to, to my clients. So those are two that really stick out in my mind. Um, Freddie Jackwin, I'm a huge fan of Freddie's and I've trained with him and I continue to train with him and I I I love Freddie dearly and I think he's he's an amazing human being. He's he's really generous and kind and humble and giving. And it, I think he his humbleness, his humility 
and his generosity, along with Anthony, you know, his son, that they, they work together. Um, I think it helps keep a lot of people in this industry grounded, especially people that that um, train with them and, and work with them. I think that that humility is um, it's a gift and it's inspiring. Well, definitely in this industry, we have some that are grounded, but we have some that are, let's put it this way, extremely confident. <laughs> Very diplomatic way of putting it, Jason. Yes. And, uh, wow. And and so you you viewed quite a few characters too, haven't you? We have. Yeah. 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 Like I say, each is unique. Each has their own experience. Um, yeah. Nice. <laughs> yes. Well, the main thing is that we're having fun, and that you're having fun, and we get to grow from it. So. Let's talk about you yourself and some of the things too. So you specialize in working with kids a lot, right? So not necessarily kids. I'll be honest. I'm going to be honest off the bat. I'm not very good with little kids. <laughs> I never have been. <laughs> never. I don't think I ever will be. <laughs> um, but teenagers, teenagers, uh, sort of 16, 15, 16 upwards is really a, a kind of passion area for me. Um, I love that age group. I love working with them. I come from a teaching background um, where I was working with people from of all ages, but I've always been very drawn to that particular age group. I really struggled when I was that age. And I kind of remember at one point being about 16 years old, feeling completely alone, completely misunderstood. You know, that kind of teenage, nobody gets me. And I remember kind of thinking to myself, I want to be somebody that can help people that are, you know, kind of feeling this way. Um, and yeah, and I think through my teaching as well, I was always kind of a little bit of a rebel teacher, you know, like, oh, chuck the book out. We don't need that. Let's just do something else. Let's just do something that actually means something rather than rather than this stuff that's just to tick boxes. Um, and I've done a lot of work in in schools. I used to run summer schools. I used to be a manager of international summer schools with that age group. So, you know, residential role. I'm kind of in charge of 120 teenagers, <laughs> 24 hours a day. And I love it. I, I've always loved being around that age group. I think they're fascinating. They have so much to give, but they their um, contributions are just not valued enough because people blow them off as you're just a teenager. You don't have the life experience or you don't have the wisdom. Um, you know, you're still learning. There's so much to learn or your hormones are all over the place. And, you know, there's so many kind of excuses that people make for blowing off teenagers, but actually they're, they just also need to be heard and listened to and valued and, and, and made to feel like they're important. And that what they have to say has, you know, value to it. And I, yeah, I, I really believe that. And I've learned so much from, from my students, from my clients. Um, again, it's that openness, I think. It's not, I'm an adult, I've got 25 years on you, so I know better than you. I just know something different from, you know, from my experience. But it doesn't mean that it's right or wrong or better or worse. Well... You Aren't said you back in school yourself? I am. <laughs> I am, yeah. I'm actually, <laughs> I'm doing a master's at the moment, yeah, which is breaking my brain on a regular basis. But <laughs> it's it's very interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And and you said that you were a little bit of a rebel teacher, so I imagine that you were probably a little bit of a rebel student in your teens too, huh? Um, I think yeah, potentially. But I, I, you know, I didn't like school. I hated school. <laughs> I hated it. I really struggled with it. I had a really hard time. I, you know, I, I just could never see the point in it, and it just um nobody you know I never had a teacher that really kind of inspired me enough to go oh yeah this is cool I love learning it was always you know it was a kind of a, a, a structure where it was just kind of like this is what you have to do and you have to get through this to do your exams and I was like well why you know why does that have to be the definition of life really um and it doesn't okay. <laughs> And so get this. So I noticed you work with teenagers, but then I also noticed you work on the corporate end with corporate. And in some ways, those two are very much alike, aren't they? <laughs> um, well, Jason, I'm going to ask you, you posed the question. How do you draw that? How do you draw the comparison? Oh, OK. Well, now I'm on the other side here. <laughs> you know, I run wow. a business and I've had multiple businesses. And sometimes with a teenager, they're just kind of like breaking out and trying to get their own way and finding their own way. And when a person's running their own business, a lot of times we just don't beat to the same drum as other people do that do a nine to five job. You know, the, the ones who are the movers and shakers. So that's kind of how I drew that comparison. They're a little bit more of a rebel mind, if if I might say so. So what do you think about that? Yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, and I absolutely see that. I see, you know, the entrepreneurial spirit with the, with the teenage, <laughs> the kind of teenage spirit. Absolutely, um, yeah, I, I appreciate the, I appreciate the comparison. In terms of the, the, the people that I work with, a lot of them are kind of people that are moving into, starting to move into leadership roles or kind of, you know, kind of new-ish managers. Um, you know, potentially starting to move up the leadership ladder. So I, a lot of the work that I do there is mental fitness. So I do a lot of mental fitness coaching and, and leadership development, leadership development, but I also bring in hypnosis and hypnotic techniques and, and things to, to consolidate the work that we do through the coaching as well. It's a great, it's a really interesting group of people as well to work with. You know, there's so much out there focusing on senior leaders because really that's where, you know, people think, the money's there and that's where you know i've got to go and get those clients because i'll be able to charge them their high ticket clients and i'll be able to charge them whatever i want to charge them but there's this amazing group of people that are starting to move into those roles that also need support and you know that need people that have had that experience and that can help them navigate this really complicated you know transition from total subordinate to okay i'm starting to move up maybe i've got one direct report or maybe i've got a team reporting to me but I've never had to manage that before and all of those kind of dynamics that come with managing people and you know kind of understanding everybody else's experience it's it's tricky right it's it's not easy to to manage people and also if you're kind of like that middle manager you know you're kind of stuck in the middle of a shit sandwich <laughs> at the end of the day you know, you kind of, you've got these people below you and you've got these people above you and you're you've got a lot of limitations on what you can and can't do as well when you're kind of in that, you know, just stepping into a management role and things. And and that can also be quite tricky and, and requires a lot of confidence, a lot of courage, a lot of clarity, boundaries, you know, a, a lot of being able to set your own boundaries as well. So it's a really, really interesting group of people. Nice. 
So what are some of your favorite techniques that you like to use when, when you're doing your change work in healing? Um, I've got to be honest, with you, this is coming up a lot for me lately. I really miss massage. I really miss it. You know, I miss that kind of um, healing touch, if you like, that, yeah, I, I, I miss that contact with people because most of the work that I do now is online. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of thinking about at some point starting to reincorporate the, the, the physical part to it. Cause you know, I'm, I've done a lot of reflexology and, and massage and aromatherapy and, and all sorts of things. So I, I am really missing that piece and I think I'm going to find a way to, to work it back into what I do. Um, at the moment I'm doing a lot more, focusing a lot more on coaching and hypnosis. Um, and yeah, I, I love coaching. I'm really passionate about coaching and I think it's a beautiful way to work with people and consolidating the coaching work with hypnosis is an incredibly powerful combination. Um, so that's mostly the way that I'm working at the moment. And in terms of hypnosis, there's something that I'm playing around with. I'll let you in on a little secret. <laughs> um, I've been really inspired recently um, by metaphor. And I love this whole idea of metaphor and imagery. So I'm doing a lot of testing at the moment with client generated metaphor and letting the client completely lead on what comes up and working with whatever they provide to help them to help them kind of get through the, you know, get to the other side of that. So for example, it might be so that adding that clean language. Um, I've got to be honest with you. I've, I've heard of clean language, but I'm not too familiar with it. So I'd be really grateful, Scott, if you could, if you could enlighten me a bit more. That's basically just what you described. That's what I think okay. you'll, you'll find out that the more you explore that, I think you'll find exactly what you're looking for. Okay, cool. All right. I'll have to, I'll have to go down that route. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think it's so powerful, isn't it? When it's all client generated, it, it you're is. putting the power so much more in their hands and saying and 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 actually saying to them i trust that you know how to sort this out i don't need to be the one that's directing you in one direction or another right i'm i'm truly taking on the role of facilitator rather than rather than guide do you know I, does that make sense yes yes exactly that's a we believe in that 100% we believe that, that there's no reason to relive those past experiences when you can get it at a totally different way. And the client coming up with their own solution is much more powerful than someone giving them something to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And and the breakthroughs that I'm seeing with clients as well, you know, is, is, is so much, I, I don't want to say so much more, it's just different, isn't it? It's just a different kind of, a different response, I, I, I guess. Um, but I'm, I'm really enjoying playing around with that at the moment. I'll bet those teenagers can really come up with some creative metaphors. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing what people come up with. And it is, it is, it's so much more meaningful to them, isn't it? You know, when, when you can just say, all right, so you, you paint this picture for me, right? Tell me, tell me what that is. And, and I mean, you guys know, I'm, I'm not shy to, to a bit of bad language. So <laughs> Um, I'm quite happy to hold that space for young people as well. And, and quite often, you know, they're a bit like, oh, I, oh, oh, you know, something came out. And I was like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I, 
as as Tim Box once said, <laughs> Nicole swears like a trooper. So, <laughs> so um, I think you know that also gives them a, a safe space to just express themselves however they want to express themselves they're not being judged it's fine you know if that's where you need to go that's where you need to go it's all good i'm i'm i can hold that space for you i don't i don't need you to feel uncomfortable in this space i need you to feel as relaxed and calm and confident as as you can be so we can help you get to where you want to get to nice now speaking of where you want to get to i know you have this desire to physically lay hands with the massage and we're going to we're going to school for the masters, and we have all this going on. So, is there like emergence coming up in the future where you're going to combine all this together and just like wow us all? I really, if you've got a crystal ball there and you can tell me how this is all going to come together, I'd be really grateful. <laughs> <laughs> I was just wondering if you had a plan. I am not great at plans. I'll be honest. <laughs> I am. Um, yeah, I, I plans are not my strong point, you know, and I've done so much training over the years of setting goals and where do you want to be in five years and 10 years? And I find that really, um, it's great and it's useful and it's 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 lovely to have an idea of where you're going. It doesn't necessarily work for me. You know, whenever I've traveled the world and whenever I've gone, it's literally just been, I've bought a ticket to here, I've landed and then figured out where I'm going from there. I've never you know, sort of pre-booked anything or opened a map beforehand or anything like that. And, and that's a little bit how I run my life. It's just like, oh, that's interesting. Let's let's go over there and see what happens. And yet you started on your master. So that's a pretty big commitment right there. So that's kind of a little bit of a plan as well, right? Um, Again, people have asked me, what's the plan with the masters? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just doing it because I find it interesting. Mm. So yeah, it's it's uh, it's certainly a commitment. It's definitely a commitment, but it's a challenge as well. Um, and it's it's truly fascinating the stuff that I'm being exposed to, and 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 the freedom that I'm being given to explore things that I'm interested in, and and you know, getting some getting my teeth into some um, really kind of deep psychological concepts that are really going to help inform my work and, and, and the way that I practice and, and give me a much deeper knowledge, um, behind what I'm doing is, is an amazing experience and a, and an absolute privilege. Well, it does sound like all the pieces are beginning to fall in place. I, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I, yeah, I hope to come back and tell you in a couple of years, Hey guys, I figured it out. This is where it's this is where it went. <laughs> well, it's real interesting. We know that you do interviews on podcasts because I think you're one of the first guests who started throwing questions back at me and Scott when you asked them. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first. So how how can people reach you? How can our viewers reach you if they want to use you and get together and get some of this wonderful work that you're doing? Yeah, thank you so much. So um I've really moved away from social media um in the past year I've, I've so i do have an instagram account and i do have facebook um i very rarely check them anymore but if you drop me a message on facebook i will get it otherwise you can go to my website which is nicolemazelcato.com um and there you can sign up to my newsletter my newsletter i'm pretty religious about so i i, I tend to write a newsletter every week if not every other week and that for me is my way of of communicating on a, on a very deep level with my audience 
Um, so if anybody wants to, if anybody wants to kind of join up there, I promise not to spam you um, <laughs> or sell your details to anyone or anything like that. It's it's quite a sacred space for me. So if you'd like to join me there, you're more than welcome. Um, otherwise, you can you can drop me an email um, or contact me through my website. And my my email address is info at nicolemazelgutter.com. So those those are kind of like the the best ways to get hold of me. Um, yeah. Okay, so we got I got another question for you. Yeah, go now that we're going to be able to get a hold of you and our clients, our, our viewers can get a hold of you and whatever. The the big question is, what's your real passion that you, <laughs> that you're really passionate about right now? What am I really passionate about? Are we talking about in the healing space? Yeah, or you can share whatever. I mean, we're going down your highway right now. Okay, cool. I mean, there's loads of things. Um. I mean, you can probably tell I'm hugely passionate about young people, and uh, I am working on a couple of projects in the background background with some colleagues around uh, around young people and education. Um, so that's definitely a, a, a huge passion area of mine. Um, I think what else? This may seem a little bit off the bat, <laughs> but um, cooking. I love cooking, and cooking very much for me is a is a, such a healing space <laughs> whenever I you know whenever I, I think I do my best cooking when I need to get out of my head <laughs> um I love going into the kitchen I love creating something yummy and that process from raw ingredients to this this thing that might be beautiful might not turn out that beautiful <laughs> however it turns out <laughs> the experimentation that comes with it um and it's yeah i i'm 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 really passionate about that and i i think there's a lot of there's a lot of therapy that's done in that space for me anyway um i think that that can happen a lot with anything creative because i get that as well with sewing i mean i haven't picked up my sewing machine for a long time but it's the same thing with sewing there's no such thing as a shortcut and i think that's the same with cooking especially when you're cooking um when you're making desserts and things like that, there is no such thing as a shortcut. As soon as you try and shortcut, you mess it all up <laughs> and you have to go back to the beginning. So something that I've, I've really learned, especially from sewing, because I used to make a lot of, a lot of clothes and stuff is patience and, and the art of following a process rather than just trying to shortcut things. Cause every time I try to shortcut, I've been sitting there for hours, unpicking stitch, stitching. <laughs> And I was like, oh, okay, fair enough. There's that lesson again. Um, and it and it it really teaches you a lot about being in the moment and being really present and focused on what you're doing. And that's the thing in the kitchen as well. You know, the ingredients and 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 the process and seeing how things come together and understanding how different kind of spices and ingredients work together and 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 build these these beautiful things together. So, yeah, I, I I don't know if if that was where we were supposed to go, but <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly where we're supposed to go because that's where we went. I I have a <laughs> who's a cook, and what he shared with me is that the food and the things we do can sense our feelings that are put in them. Mm. So if you cook with love, it's always tastes better because it has that language of love in it. So. Mm. So I uh, I bet you cook wonderfully. We'd love to have some of your food sometime. 
Well, uh, yeah, you guys are you got you guys are over the other side of the pond, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a long ways away. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, wonderful. Hey, Scott, do you have any other questions here? Um, I I'm just still focused and present in the moment when she said that. I'm just that was impressive. I like that 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 cooking puts you focused and present in the moment, and things like that are just dear to us. Hmm. Nicole, yeah. do you have anything else you want to add? Um, I wanted to say thank you guys so much for for the invitation. And um, I'm, I'm really so grateful for you sharing your space, um, your space with me. And I wish you guys all the best. You did say to me before we started that, you know, you, you, you listen to Hypnotic Healers. It's one of the reasons right. that you started this podcast. And that makes me so, so happy to know that we have inspired wonderful people like you to go out and 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 do do this and and yeah that that um it makes it all worth it so thank you guys well thanks for that love nicole we certainly appreciate that and to let you know you've been on our wish wish list for a while to have you on here as a guest <laughs> we're thinking well hopefully she answers and and uh we're glad to have you here and we're glad to to do this with you and and drive down your magical psyche highway today so yeah, what a great trip it was that's right so for Thank our you. viewers hey thanks for showing up thanks for being here this week thanks for listening if you like us give us a thumbs up if you think we're assholes give us the thumbs down we don't care just respond follow us share it with your friends and we hope to see you back nicole it's been a pleasure driving down your magical psyche highway today we certainly enjoy it Thanks for coming on and thanks for being here. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Wow, what a trip. Thanks for taking that journey with us today. Please like us, share us, and enlighten us with your views of the topics we drove into today. We appreciate you and love reading your comments. Thanks again, and we hope to see you back on the bus next week. That's right. <laughs>